This is the Rich Eisen Show. We may end up in the hot I have to be like, Charlie, you are one of the worst multitaskers I've ever seen. The Rich Eisen Show. I got to make sure the flaps are <laughs> He's the Sully. Yeah. Sullenberger of the Rich Eisen oh. Show. Oh, I'm a phenomenal multitasker. When we think we're multitasking, what we are in fact doing is switching rapidly between tasks, not doing either of them well. Today's guest, the second gentleman of the United States, Douglas Emhoff, co-host of Good Morning Football, Kyle Brandt from Shark Tank, Damon John, Bill quarterback Josh Allen and now it's Rich Eisen okay we are ready for this three-hour edition of the Rich Eisen show boy are we all over the map guest wise and that's what I love I love having conversations that hopefully you enjoy listening to or watching on Peacock TV NBC Sports on Peacock every day after the Dan Patrick show you can see us you can also hear us on NBC Sports Audio, Channel 211. If you're listening to us after the Dan Patrick Show there, we say hello to you. We say hello to you on the Rich Eisen Show Terrestrial Radio Network across the country. If you're streaming us live on Odyssey, hello to you. And then Cumulus Podcast Network. You can get our podcast every single day, all three hours. If you're joining us later on, hello to you doing that. And YouTube.com slash Rich Eisen Show. Our Twitter feed also has been... uh, has been uh, white hot to the touch lately, and we appreciate everybody taking in our uh, content and sharing it around and telling your friends about it. Good to see you, Christopher Brockman, in your position, sir. Rich, great to be seen. What's Mike up, Del Tufo. Good to see you, Rich. And TJ Jefferson. How hey, are you, sir? I was watching some tremendous WNBA action last night, Rich. Let me tell you. It and was, so were so were the Phoenix Suns. <laughs> they were all into it. They, it was great. Devin Booker broke out the point-and-shoot camera. It was Good times. Good times. Good times. Good times had by all. Um, And hopefully you too at 844-204-RICH. That's the number for you to dial right here on our program. Our guest list. Again, uh, we're we're excited. We got a lot of people with a lot of things to say, a lot of thoughts and a lot of subjects because that's the way things are working in our world these days. Uh, Our first guest up next hour is going to be the second gentleman of the United States, Douglas Emhoff. And um, I've known him for a long time. Um, and consider him a friend, and I'll tell some stories about that as he's going to join us later on, and we'll ask him about Kyrie Irving and his stance on vaccination and vaccine mandates. As you know, uh, the second gentleman of the United States is in the middle of all of that. Uh, good morning, football's Kyle Brandt was back on the show right. today. Um, his Bears and the Packers have a pretty darn big football <laughs> game this week in a couple days. Damon John of Shark Tank will join us from the city of New York, where he's from. And then the uh, quarterback of the only team that plays football in the state of New York will join us as our final guest today, Josh Allen of your 4-1 AFC East leading, and many people's opinions, best team in the AFC, Buffalo Bills. That's how we're rolling today. I like it. Football tonight. Big game tonight. Baseball tonight, Big which baseball I, used to host. tonight. I used to host on, on uh, ESPN um, on occasion. Baseball tonight, game five. Douglas Emhoff will be talking about that, too. He's a diehard Dodger fan, uh, living many of his years out here in Los Angeles. And uh, big game tonight, Dodgers-Giants. Same time as we'll see football, Thursday night football, on a triple cast. Tom Brady's playing football tonight. We got the two TVs tonight, too. Tom Brady is playing football tonight in the city of Philadelphia. And the Philadelphia Eagles, with a surprise, kind of higher register week five win. Hey, the Eagles, they looked, uh, you know, Dead in the water in Carolina. But the defensive backs in Philadelphia, a highly maligned group in Philadelphia, obviously not even coming close to Ben Simmons in terms of highly maligned in Philadelphia, (laughs) but uh, three interceptions 
three interceptions. They picked off Sam Darnold three times. Won that football game. Now here comes Jalen Hurts versus Tom Brady. Mm. Love it. <laughs> and I'm just wondering what Tom Brady must be thinking today. <laughs> and here's okay. what I I'm, – okay. I'm just wondering if at any point in time when he might be tuning in to whatever he does choose to tune into before tuning out or whatever. I don't think he watches anything. Or I don't know about that. I think he's – He's on his phone, I think his antenna's right? up. I know, but, we, but I was all just telling you our Twitter feed's white yeah, hot to the touch. I mean, there's so many things that are out there on that's true. Instagram that's true. and Twitter, and you know, people consume things not just on television anymore, or they're streaming it. At any rate, um, I'm just wondering if it, you know, here Jalen Hurts and it's his time for Philadelphia. If at any point in time Brady just thinks, oh, here's another one coming at the crown, coming at the <laughs> Iron Throne. Here comes another one. He's age 44. How many have, how many have basically tried to make their bones off of this guy? I mean, all, okay. All of them. All of them. <laughs> and now here comes Jalen Hurts versus Tom Brady. Two completely different style, ages. Keep going. But here comes Brady. No Gronk, but what he's got is maybe the best wide receiver group in the NFL, one to three. Evans, Godwin, Antonio Brown playing at the top of his game. And when he takes the field tonight, Brady, on Thursday night football, can't help but notice, certainly since Philadelphia is where he's going to play, can't help but think about the last time Brady took the field on a Thursday night when he played his Thursday night game last year. Every team plays on a Thursday night, whether it's Thursday night football or Thanksgiving. Everybody's got to have that short week game, competitive-wise. That's why sometimes Thursday night you're like, why is this matchup on national television? Everybody's got to play a Thursday night. And last year, Brady's Thursday night game was almost one year ago today. It was October 8th, 2020. So about a, a year and a week ago, when he took the field against Nick Foles, and the Bears. Rematch. Yeah. And Nick Foles got him again, didn't he? Or Father Time was getting Brady. Don't forget, he thought there was a fourth down coming, and instead it was the fifth down. And that famous photograph of him holding up the four fingers, looking at the sideline or a referee saying, wait a minute, it's fourth down now. No, 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 no. That was fourth down. Game over. And we were talking about Brady having a senior moment. Legitimately. <laughs> Legitimately. At the time. I mean, it seems hilarious now. That's why I'm talking about it now. At the time, it dropped the Bucks to three and two. Three and two. If you remember, they lost their opener in New Orleans and Brady threw a couple of interceptions and Arians flat out said in a post-game press conference, that one was on Tom. Called him out. Words that... Belichick never said in their relationship with Brady. Three wins in a row. Then came that Thursday night in Chicago where Brady and the Bucks lost. Foles got him again. And we were saying Foles got him again. And is Brady beginning to show diminishing returns? Should he have retired? After all, why is he trying it somewhere else? Can he possibly win without Belichick? Can he possibly do it somewhere else? These were legitimate well, these were actual questions being asked. Whether you consider them legitimate, 
based on Brady's history. But we have stopped looking for diminishing returns from Tom Brady because the returns only go up. He's currently the leading passer in the National Football League at age 44, entering week number six. Nobody's thrown for more yards than this man. He's playing at the very tippy top of his game. We're not seeing any of those throws, those deep throws suddenly come nose down, you know, come nose down out of nowhere. And it's just like, well, wait a minute, what happened there? We're not seeing anything coming out of his hand late. We're not seeing anything in the offense looking off. We're not seeing anything like that at all. His off game in New England, guess what? Anybody's going to have an off game when you're surrounded by family and friends that you are no longer on a daily in-touch basis because you left the roost. An out-of-body experience in the rain in New England that he did, in fact, survive with a win. Came here to Los Angeles. Even that loss is only loss on the record this year. The Bucks only lost in the record this year. Anybody blaming Brady for that one? Zero diminishing returns. Zero. One year ago tonight, four. How many downs? Yeah, four. Yeah, just some stats, Rich. He's number one in passing yards. He's number Crazy. one in completions. He's number two in touchdowns. Uh, he only thrown two interceptions. He's top five in ESPN's QBR, top five in passer rating. This is why the rest of the NFL should fear. I know that that's a word that's infused, fear. Last year, when the number four went up, and everyone's wondering what's going on, well, these learn the offense, and when's it going to happen? And I even asked Bruce Arians that question in the middle of the run that they were on. After losing to the Chiefs on Thanksgiving weekend on that Sunday and then having a bye week after that, after which they didn't lose a game at all until SoFi Stadium week three this year. That basically, I asked Arians, when is Brady, do you think, going to have full command of the offense? He said next spring. (laughs) They won a Super Bowl anyway. It's now the next fall. And look at what it looks like now. We're not talking all about Brady's comfort level or the team figuring out what Brady likes or Brady figuring out what Arians and Leftwich likes and what's this. They're, that's done. That's over. They're now turned the page into the same book. They're in the same church, the same pew, all of that. Defensively, they look vulnerable on the edges and they reached out to Richard Sherman to come on in and then threw him right out there after Arian said for him to play there'll be have to be a lot of people hurt well there was a lot of people hurt or not ready to go tonight's a big game for the Eagles trying to get back to 500 make their bones on Brady and it's a big short week game with Brady with his thumb wrapped on his throwing hand No Gronk again. Levante David out as well. Short week game, always tough. We'll be keeping our eyes peeled for some form or fashion of a slip-up. But it won't be the same conversation as last year because the Bucs are clearly the team to beat. Cardinals four five and zero. Oh, I understand that, and the Bucks are four and one, just like the Packers and the Rams. 
and your Dallas Cowboys. But somebody's going to have to come at the King at some point when the game and season's on the line. Mm-mm-mm. And so far, the 44-year-old looks like the 34-year-old and looks like the 24-year-old and in some ways even better. Can't wait for tonight, man. Oh, boy. Yeah, it will be multiple TVs. Oh, yeah. Multiple TVs on... Baseball uh, game's an hour after the football game, so you got okay, a little, uh, little staggered. Right around the middle of the second quarter is when you staggered. flip on the other one yeah. and... You listen to Joe and Troy, right? And you turn down Brian Anderson and Darling. Is that yeah, how you're going to work? I think baseball will be on the muted TV. And plus, by the time that the football game, if the baseball game has, the football game's got an hour on the baseball game, right? Right. So then when the base football game's over, we'll already see both starters out, two pitchers into the bullpen in because everybody's tight managing everything strike by strike. So it'll be like the fourth inning. By the time the fourth quarter's over, it'll right? probably be like one nothing, two one. Right, and and we're on our sixth pitcher of the night. Yeah, it'll be the fourth fourth pitching change, right? And, Sadly, you are. And right. and ever, and it'll just be grinding to an absolute halt, staring down each pitch. Everybody looking in their cap the minute somebody even sniffs second base as a base runner. <laughs> am I wrong? How far off am I? Not wrong at all. No, it's going to be great, though. Oh, boy, in San Francisco. Who do you got? You want an early prediction? No, I don't. I got nothing. Come on. Nope. I don't follow the sport anymore, as you know. little Bucks-Giants parlay tonight? That's what we're doing, Mikey? Oh, Bucks-Giants parlay. What do you mean by that? I mean, I'm I'm going to wager dollars on them both winning. That's a good. I may get involved on that. I like that one. All right. You know what I mean? I like I may take a couple. Degenerates. I like that one. So um, normally, you know, we'll we'll talk about a team that has to win in a a situation. Week six, people are getting really desperate. Like, you know, Frank Reich said now of the one in four Colts that it's not as early as we like anymore, but it's still early. Did you see that quote this week from Frank Reich? That's a good one. It's not as early as we'd like anymore, but it's still early. It still is. It's week six, and there's another game on the back end. Right. Than usual. Um, But coming up next, I've got four teams or four games, okay, involving three and two teams, which the three and two teams are the ones that could really use the win. I've got above 500 teams that could use the win because of what it would mean for them and who they're chasing and who they're playing against. And you'll be surprised by some of these teams. And then you've got to stay tuned also for uh, a great conversation that I had on my podcast with Jim Nance about the way that he got started in his career. Fun stuff, man. Great stuff. That's all still to come on this show. Brandon Staley with the soundbite of the day when asked about John Gruden. If you missed that, the Chargers response about what a coach is charged with in terms of responsibility and inclusivity. A great soundbite. And then, of course, you, 844-204-RICH is the number to dial. We'll take your phone calls as well. Fun Thursday show, off and running, right here on the Rich Eisen Show. It's that time of year, people. Spring has sprung, and that means spring cleaning, or at least... 
The partner in your life is demanding that you do it. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring clothes, make sure you're using Ibotta and get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items from groceries to beauty supplies to toys. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip, that flight you've been eyeing, or the fancy dinner you've been craving. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers. And right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 for just trying Ibotta by using the code Eisen when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use my code E-I-S-E-N. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use my code Eisen. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs costs all in before you purchase so all the guesswork is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for twenty dollars off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for twenty dollars off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed Friend and friend of the program. Uh-oh. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show, 844-204-RICH, number to dial. Okay. We should put that clip to bed, by the way. Which clip? That clip we just showed. Well, why? Well, I mean, the radio, the terrestrial radio audience doesn't know which clip. Do you want right. to describe which clip it was? Well, it was a clip of Stephen A. Smith. Because it's his 54th birthday today. 54th birthday, disparaging the Cowboys and blah, blah, blah. But I got one thing to say, if I can say, Rich. To quote the great Stephen A. Smith about people who don't like the Cowboys, <clears throat> we don't care. <laughs> we don't care. We have That's been hoodwinked, bamboozled, led astray, <laughs> run amok, and flat out deceived. Now, that was about the drafting of Porzingis, right? Correct. Yeah, I Correct. mean, that was Correct. kind of off. But, right. Let me ask you a question, higher oh, register. Or, is it I, I, no, hold on, hold on. Let me ask you a higher register question about that. As we're about to embark on the 2021-2022 season. Can't wait. Were the Knicks wrong to trade Porzingis? After all? I'm going high register. What do you think? I mean, look at what the Knicks look like now. Unfortunately, and, Porzingis got done in by injuries, which you can't predict when you draft a guy. But, but they, it was they a good no, draft no, I'm not talking about a draft. But I'm talking him, about yes, trading him. a smart move. Everybody. Who did they get for him? Doesn't matter, does it? Yeah, I mean, kinda. <laughs> I forget. Determined to. As you know, I don't. I, as you know, I tried. I can't believe I just went a Knicks question right here on the show. But they're oh, they're pulling you back in. Oh, oh, Are they hold on. You back in? All I'm hearing from my friends back in New York is how good the Knicks look preseason. Right now, they did. And if you guys are giving, hold on a second. And if you guys mm-hmm. are giving the Lakers all sorts of like I don't know questions because they're zero and five. Oh, yeah. Despite having just played together for the first time, and they're already the talking about patience. 
Well, it's because Los Angeles fans are totally out of their minds when it comes to the Lakers. Lakers under five hundred. I mean, what happens if the what? Dodgers lose tonight? What if? Wait, what? No, he's oh. full of it. He's lying. <laughs> I just skip over that like a speed bump, man. What if the Dodgers lose tonight? Oh. Now, 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 what? Now, what else do they got? Man, I hope that doesn't. They'll oh, just the, jump the, right. At, no, no, they got the, they got two terrific the NFL Dodgers teams. Car flags get immediately swapped out. Yeah, Lakers, I know. Lakers. Right. Yeah, Lakers, go Lakers. <laughs> go Lakers. Lakers. So, uh, Mike, get the NFL Films music ready because I'm about to give you uh, folks what we want. Uh, well, I, which is football talk, I, I assume, because uh, we got games again starting tonight. Brady and the Bucks versus the Eagles. I kind of set the table. Can't wait for that one tonight. And then you got all sorts of fascinating games. You got the Chargers and the Ravens, two four and one teams sitting right there. You got the four and one Rams at the Giants. Are they? Is, is it going to be? Um, is it going to be Daniel Jones or is it going to be Glennon right there for the Giants? And the NFC North is up for grabs because if the Bears beat the Packers, that's a big one. Um, your Cowboys oh. at 4-1 and one, visiting the Patriots. Oh, yeah. Okay. It's, it's, is this Dak's first look at Belichick? I believe I believe so. I would think this yeah, has got to right? be. Is this Belichick's That's first true. crack at Dak? I think so. Four years. Stand by. Uh huh. Double check. That would make sense. Right, and then Sunday night football. You've got a battle of two and threes. Geno Smith at the Pittsburgh Steelers. Winner of that team digs out of a hole that they've dug for themselves, and the Steelers are out of the big hole. They can go from one and three to three and three. Here we go. Hashtag second crack. Uh, Dak against. Bill. Okay, there you go. When was the first one? 2019, uh, lost 13-9. Not an exciting game whatsoever. Oh, okay. Right so that. you know what this might be then? Is this a is this is this the yeah? This is the 17th game added. This is a 17th. Added this is game. a 17th yeah. added game. I didn't mention this earlier this yeah. week when we we're looking uh, at 17th added. games. I tried games. to sneak it in uh, during a pause, but yeah. I'm sorry, I didn't. I'm, didn't let you sneak it's, it's, it in. An, it's an added game. This is an added it's game. All righty then. They were, they were both, what, third or fourth in the division? Yeah, and the yeah. AFC East yeah. plays the NFC East in that 17th uh, extra game. Yeah. NFC East at AFC East. Thus, hey, NFL fans, enjoy this week six feast of a 17th <laughs> regular season game. I like it. Cowboys haven't won in New England since 96. How about them, Apple? Let's go. Stats. But we always look a little bit further down the radar here. Try to give you something else to think about. I've got a handful of teams at three and two, above 500, that could really use the week six win. Mike Del Tufo hit it. First one's Jones. obvious. It involves two three and two teams. Once upon a time at three and oh, trying to avoid the dreaded three-game losing streak to wipe out that terrific start. Right. But only one of them has just lost their head coach out of the blue because of, well, we all know what happened with John Gruden. And to John Gruden. So my first one is the Raiders at Broncos. Teams that need a week six win. I'll tell you, obviously the Broncos could use one, but what if the Raiders come up with this W with everything that's going on? An interim head coach, a longtime special teams head coach, Rich Passaccio, who spoke eloquently and very passionately yesterday, along with my buddy Mike Mayock there in Vegas. 
Derek Carr as well. What if the Raiders come up with this dub in Denver? Difficult place to play. Long-standing rivalry. What a big game this is. And if the Broncos win, they're 4-2 and two and able to say, look, <laughs> sure, we played the Jets, Giants, and Jaguars for that three-game winning streak, but we're now 4-2. and two. Who, are, who are you? Big game right there. That's one of them. Here's another one for you. Here's another one for you. Put it up on the screen there, Mr. Hoskins. The three and two Panthers <laughs> also once upon a time at three and zero, oh, and we're talking about Sam Darnold's MVP candidacy. That was actually a conversation after the Week Three opener in which the Panthers beat the Texans on a Thursday night, and then they lose two in a row. They lose at Dallas, and this is like, well, that's an interesting one. You know, good try, Carolina, but they're going to go home and beat the Eagles, and they were beating the Eagles but couldn't put points on the board, and Darnold turned it over three times, and now here comes the Vikings at 2-3 and three in their house trying to get back to 500. Boy, the Panthers could really use this win, certainly with the Saints on a bye and getting can't guard Mike expected to see Michael Thomas back in the Florida Lee when he comes off the bye week for the Saints. And we all know the Bucks, the Bucks, they need this win. They could really use this win in week number six. That's one as well. Okay. Now then. Next up. This is a big game for this three and two team. Let's see it. The Tennessee Titans. Don't forget that the Bills, the position they're in right now, which is the team coming off of the AFC Championship loss to Kansas City, and everybody thinks that this team could take that step forward and be the one to beat the Chiefs the next year and maybe take that AFC mantle from them. That used to be the Titans, not the Bills. And we all know what happened last year. Titans make the playoffs, and then finally Lamar Jackson breaks through with his first career playoff win, and now the Titans come in and they get Julio Jones this year. And we're talking about A.J. Brown and Julio Jones and King Henry and Ryan Tannehill. And what about this team? Well, they stumbled out of the gate. They lose to the Jets. And I know that they didn't have A.J. Brown and Julio Jones. Well, now comes the 3-2 and two Titans against the Bills after the Bills had just beaten the Chiefs to get to the spot where the Titans used to be. And what better way to put the Titans back in the position where they used to be than beating the Bills? on Monday night. Did you all follow that one right there? More or less. And so they could use this win. It's Monday night football. We're talking to Josh Allen on this show later on. I'm sure he's very well aware of what the Titans think is in their grasp with a W on Monday night. And here's here's the last one for you right here. It is the Lincoln Riley Bowl. It is (laughs) Kyler Murray at Baker Mayfield. Before there was Kyler Murray... As the Oklahoma first overall selected quarterback, Heisman Trophy winner, there was Baker Mayfield, the Heisman Trophy winning first overall selected quarterback out of Oklahoma. It's the Sooners Lincoln Riley Bowl. This is another week 17, 17th regular season game that was added to the schedule this year. Not scheduled to play each other until they added a 17th regular season game. And the Browns once again. I've said it earlier this year, and I'll say it again. They have yet to come up with that W where the rest of the league is like, okay, we see you. We see you. 
You beat up on Justin Fields. That was expected. You took down Davis Mills with a little bit of difficulty. That wasn't expected, but we were waiting, ready to see that boat race from the Cleveland Browns, and it did not materialize. The Minnesota Vikings, that was a nice win on the road. You can't ever discount that, but it wasn't anything to literally write home about for everybody to hang their hats on and say that's a championship team. How about handing the first loss of the season to the last remaining undefeated team in the NFL that's coming to your house, coming to your house from the Western time zone? How about that? It's late window. Much of the country will be settling in to watch two supremely talented quarterbacks. Yes, two supremely talented quarterbacks. Baker, it's your time. Hang the loss on Kyler. Hang it and go four and two. Otherwise, three and three. And a totally different conversation about the Browns going into week number seven, which is going to be in front of the whole country, a Thursday night football game against the Broncos. And on top of it, this kicks off a three-game home stand. Rare three-game homestand for an NFL team in Cleveland. Home for the Cardinals, home for Thursday night against the Broncos, and then home for the Steelers when you got really a big stakes game in front of you. This is one also. This is one also. The Browns come up with the W here. They could really use the win against the Arizona Cardinals in week number six. You think we need one more? All right, we'll get one more. All right. All right. One more. I was right. ready to be done. Right. Good more. thing that I maybe planned for that and actually had the folks at home to put a, a nice uh, photo montage together for it. You're saying this was an organic? Here you go. How about the three and two Bears? Hey. They could use this W. The Bears. How about a third straight win for Justin Fields as the starting quarterback of the Chicago Bears? Then we'll officially toss out that nine-sack nightmare in Cleveland, won't we? How about first time as a Bear in the Bloodsport rivalry game? How about that against Aaron Rodgers and a Packers team that's won four in a row? How about that? Boy, could they really use the win because they'd be in first place. They'd be four and two just like the Packers with that win over the Packers in their back pocket as the tie break. The Bears could enter week seven as a first place team in the NFC North with Justin Fields having four starts under his belt already. Last three of them W's. That's why the Bears are a three and two team that could use the win in week number six. Now we're done. Build it. Play it! Play it! All right, I just needed that one more time. I thought it was the big finish in Crescendo. <laughs> NFL films, can't get enough of it. How many of those teams actually win? All right, shall we review? Ooh. Well, one of them's got to win unless they tie in Denver. Right. So who do you like in that game? Oh, I do like the Raiders. I think they're the better team, okay. but I have no idea. I mean, Carl Nassib took a, a personal day yesterday. Yeah, we don't know what their mind is. We have no idea what that's going to be, but I think they do rally around together. Max Crosby, when he called our show... You know, in advance of that Monday nighter in, in, in L.A. or I Zoomed with him and we chatted. He was talking about all the little things that they were doing together as a team, as a brotherhood of men. They were they were they were gelling. They just look so flat. I know. So dead against and, Chicago. And why not? I mean, it makes, makes sense. total sense. Mayock said mindset. it had nothing to do with it. I mean, how I know. Could, I know. How, well, how, how else can you how, respond? How, I know. But also, how could it have not had a factor? Everything. That was I think the Raiders him. win. I'm going to take them on game day morning, I'll tell you right now. Okay. I had a 12-4 and four week last week. Oh, look at you. 
Um, and hmm, I, I, I Bears don't win. I, I, I think the Packers do take that. Yeah. Um, I, I got to sit it down and just. I have no Chandler Jones for Arizona. I mean, that should be a helpful boost for and Cleveland. I were kind of had a little shoulder. Yeah, he was thing like he was like ru- he was rubbing that, that he was rubbing the shoulder like it was like his arm. It looked like his try. You know, little on his throwing arm. Okay, I don't know where I'm going with that one. I'll be very honest with you. Maybe just take the home team, just because. I don't know. It's a late window. If it was an early window game too, your West Coast team coming east. Yeah. It's a it's a benefit to Arizona that it's later in the day. Mm-hmm. Right, the Titans against the Bills. That is a tough assignment. And I'm not just saying that because Josh Allen's calling in in probably two hours from now. Bills also just look kind of unstoppable. They look right too now. so good, but Derrick Henry's the diminisher. We'll see because the defensive line, their improvement is exactly what people are saying. Why the, why the, you know, why the Bills are better than last year. Mm-hmm. And I, and uh, then the, there was one last one as well that I just mentioned: the three and two team, being the uh, Panthers. Yeah. Is McCaffrey playing? He's still game time decision, isn't he? He's 50 50. 50 50, that's what I saw. That I saw yesterday. 50 50. You know, Rich, I, um, not to interrupt, I really thought yeah. it was over for the Raiders, right? Once all this stuff happened. But then I watched that press conference yesterday. And with, with who? With, with the new coach, Rich Bisaccia. Yeah, I don't, his name yeah. escapes me because it's hard to say. Uh, with, and I just felt like after watching that, I don't believe it's over for them. Well, again, I feel we, like we talked about it with Florio and Florio. Like, if if you had a, if you were one of the guys in the locker room that had a major problem with Gruden, and this is one of Gruden's guys, do you follow this guy too, or do you have? Can you separate everything? Right. Um, Mayock called him one of the greatest leaders he's ever been around. Mm-hmm. I trust Mike, man. I'm telling you, I've told that was literally my first blush thought the minute I heard during that Monday night game that Gruden had resigned and I thought to myself this is the right guy for the job certainly if the owner is not going to talk I mean <laughs> the owner answered the phone from Paul Gutierrez of ESPN and Mark Davis told him I have no comment talk to the NFL they have the answers and then confirmed that Mayock still the GM with now 51% of the roster say and the interim head coach having 49% which used to be Mayock's percentage in this relationship Mark Davis and has to speak. Right? I, like, what are we, what are I we think so, for? but clearly he doesn't feel that need. But Mayock's for? the one who went in front of the cameras yesterday and mentioned the history of diversity and inclusivity that Al Davis had created in the Raiders organization. Don't forget, the Raiders are the first team to have the first ever Hispanic man as a quarterback in the NFL, who also turned into be the second head coach of Hispanic Descent in the history of the NFL as well, and Tom Flores, and then Art Shell, first man of color, who was a head coach in the NFL, and Amy Trask, first female chief executive in the history of the NFL. Mayock's the one who had to do that. Uh, I'll be honest with you, if it was my dad who had put all that out there, I'd pound the table for him, but obviously, you know, I, I would imagine Mark Davis is shocked and completely embarrassed by what happened with Gruden and angry, clearly, if he's saying the NFL's got all the answers. So he's channeling that part of his dad, saying, ask the NFL, they stink. 
which is what Al Davis used to say a lot, mm-hmm. much to Roselle's dismay and everyone else has been the commissioner when he was alive. But, you know, Mayock's the right guy. He stood up there and he talked about that stuff. And he talked about how there's a lot of feelings in the locker room and we'll deal with it. And Bisacci is one of the greatest leaders that I know. And, you know, he feels for Gruden's family who must be totally shocked and distressed about what's happened in the last week. And I'm sure they're angry too. I'm sure they're sitting around thinking they got cancel cultured. But Mayock said it. You got to have responsibility for your actions too and your words, which as you know here on this show, I say and have said matter. So that's why I'm like, he's the right guy for the job and they should just let him stay and hashtag let Mayock cook. Let him be the one with the final say in a draft room for the first time. Like he was on our staff at NFL Network. We, we, we trusted him and his draft board. And you know who else did? A lot of coaches who called him up and said, can I see your draft board before your draft? Like, we're, we're, we're wondering what you think. Raiders, you've got that guy in your spot. Let him have the final say in the draft room for the first time instead of a coach. It's so rare for a coach to be allowed to shop for the groceries and make the roster decisions and not think like a coach. Hashtag let Mayock cook. Do you think he'd enjoy that hashtag? Lee, his daughter would let him know it exists. Well, Lee would know, right. but, but so Mike doesn't know what hashtags are. He, honestly, if the owner's like, I don't want to talk, or I, I, I'm not ready to talk, or I'm too pissed to talk, or I'll never want to talk, I'm not talking, I don't care what people say, and Mayock's the one, okay. He's the one, like, well, that was one of the toughest press conference assignments ever. And now Rich Bisacci has been handed one of the tough interim head coaching mm-hmm. assignments ever. They have the better team, I think. The Raiders have the better team than Denver. I'm going to take them this weekend. Moving forward, I don't know. That's this is a, these are we call the, the, this is what we call uncharted waters. That's what we call. Let's take a break. Eight four four two zero four. Rich number to dial right here on the Rich Eisen Show, and we've got our great guest list to come. Kyle Brand of Good Morning Football, and the second gentleman of the United States, Douglas Emhoff, coming up. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people, or as you might know from their jingle. O-O-O, O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. 
Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My sleep number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The sleep number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks sleep number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This is the Rich Eisen Show. What's in the box? Back here on the Rich Eisen Show, everybody. Back here. I'm glad we got our Pulp Fiction conversation, 27th anniversary, uh, out of the way Nuts. before before the first, the second gentleman, the first ever second gentleman in the United We're States. We're not going to ask him what his favorite no. scene is. No, we will not ask Doug Emhoff about his favorite scene in Pulp right. Fiction. Um, <laughs> we will not ask him about that. How do you and Doug know each other, Rich? Um, I've known him for years. We met through mutual friends here when he was just a mere entertainment lawyer here in Los Angeles, California. Okay. One of the best at doing that. And then, you know, on occasion, stuff would happen with me, and I'd reach out to him for advice on that. And then, you know, he goes on a blind date with um, Kamala Harris, who Rich now is it. the vice president of the United States. And I've I, I played golf with him. He's... he's He's an excellent stick. Really? Does, does yeah, he still, he's really good at golf. Oh. Does he still practice entertainment law? Because, I mean, we might be in the market for some. You know, the, you the more about? the show blows up, the bigger we get. I will tell you, you this. Know, we might, I will tell we you might this. and Chris we might need. I'm in charge here, and I know basically the nuts and bolts of this. You can't afford him. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's on you. But then, I think he stopped. <laughs> he's clearly stopped doing that, you know. Well, I'm he, sure. Yeah. Maybe, who knows? He might be practicing He's on the busy side. doing a lot of other things, you know, That's like true, being a public official and living a public life now. I guess that would take uh, up a lot of time. And interestingly enough, uh, Chris, you know, he and the vice president of the United States of America yes. tonight, um, probably um, sitting there in D.C., will be sitting down watching game five of the uh, divisional series between the Giants and the Dodgers. Oh, they're a split house. They are a split household. Oh. They are. So maybe I'll ask him for advice for you because we haven't talked about this yet. Yeah, I know. We haven't Coming down the yet. pike um, potentially for you, Chris, now that the Red Sox and Braves have advanced, um, what happens if they face each other in the World Series? You know, out of curiosity, somebody actually asked somebody Sarah this ask on this. Twitter. Out of curiosity, what happens in the event of a Bo Sox versus Braves World Series? Replying to you and then added her? Like, like yeah, so this butted was, in? Like this she, was the other day during the uh, the five-hour game. I just posted like a Seinfeld gif of like, I'm stressed. You know? Right. And then this guy chimed in with. And then added Sarah. Added like, her. Apropos of nothing. You didn't send that. You just sent that out to the world. Yeah, right? I Not was a, just. Yeah, he included her and was like, what happens if you guys meet in the World Series? So what does happen between was, the parents responded. of Cage Brockman? Oh, we will cross that bridge when we come to it. Oh, man. <laughs> And now it's Final oh. Four time. We're in. Yeah. You're two of the Final Four. I, I, what happens if – and I'm, I'm serious here because I yeah. know I know there are some moments that have gotten 
uh, they've edged towards um, awkward. She's oh, very they've actually. Intense. Pardon me. They've dipped more than just a toe in the awkward. She's very intense when she comes yeah, to she, her brace. She, she's very intense, and she actually, I, I will give her a lot of credit for everything. But in, in this in particular, she is kind of like. The other day, she realized how stressed out it was making her the game, and so she's like, "I is got this it. game four? This was, uh, okay. man, I forget, but it was. She realized like." I, I'm taking this way too seriously. It's really affecting my life. I'm super stressed out. I can't have anyone in the room. Wow. Like, I need to kind of not care as much. So How long did that last? <laughs> like, a, like an inning. <laughs> right. But I will say, you know, I've experienced a lot of joy with the Red Sox in, in the last, like, 17, 18 years. So Uh-oh. I'm not going to be as into it if it's the two of us. Mm. Obviously, I'm going to want us to win. But I want her to be happy and experience that. You know what I mean? Like, By the way, is... Is this a hologram? Is this really him? Fake. He, fake these are not the Brooklyn you're looking for. This is not the Brooklyn you're looking for. I mean, look, the Sox have won it four times. <laughs> Sox have won four times. Yeah, but I wouldn't go there with her either. Hey, you know, we've yeah, I've already got some. Let, yeah. let you get yeah, because one. that that makes you sound like homeboy on the text. So like, well, at least the Sox won. That's yeah. right. You know, I've got four, yeah. so I'll give you at one. Least you Don't, got what one? am I gonna like watch outside? We're not gonna watch in the same room. I mean, look. Look, it is what it is. Can I be honest with you? I used to be like that with Cowboy games, right? If I've told you. Cowboys would lose on Sunday. I'd be mad till Wednesday. And I was like that for decades until one day I literally had to be like, bro, it's not that serious. And I had to like but the kind thing of too let is go like, a little bo- bit. Both the Sox and Braves are kind of playing with house money. The Braves lost their best player, no. Ronald Cunha, yeah, in, over the summertime. Uh, right. Weren't expected to really make it this yeah, far. This is not about storylines. This is about you and Sarah Tiana sitting in the same house <laughs> with one trophy to be won. <laughs> and you know how you get when you get into it. I know, it's bad. When it starts, it's bad. like you could be totally right here in the middle of, at the end of hour one on a Thursday with the Red Sox and Braves already in and, you know, needing four more wins against a very stout opponent, both of you, to get yeah, to this we, World Series. Neither of us might like, make this it. is all a hypothetical yeah, right now. Hypothetical. But when it comes down to it, and, you know, Devers gets into the box against Max Freed and there's yeah, two on and two out, like you're you're gonna be kinda locked in and but what's gonna happen? I'm gonna, I'm gonna gets, fist pump if he gets a hit and then she's gonna be throwing something? Like man, like how does that gonna work? You, you tell me. You tell me. We're, we're not gonna be able to watch in the same room. That's what I'm <laughs> like, we're not gonna be able to watch in the same room. That's what I'm saying. Like that's gonna it's a good thing Cage isn't old enough to remember this sort of stuff. I know. See mom, see mommy and daddy just. He does know though. Wanting ha- the same piece of metal. <laughs> right. Yeah, piece of metal. <laughs> we have him though. Cage does know home run. He does that. Oh he man. He twirls around. He knows we run around in circles when something good happens. I will happens. say this. Like, I will. I, I will say this though. But. And let's go a little positive here to kind of end the conversation. How great is it to root for Freddie Freeman? I mean, I, mean, I, 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 I literally, I literally thought that, that the other bomb day. The other night was just so incredible, and just you know who he is the and best what he, guy, what, what he does to kids, through, right? Yeah. All, what does it feel? Both like Both of to our root teams are full of you know great stories, great athletes, great humans. So. Who's that one on the Red Sox? <laughs> wow, I don't know. Wow, I mean, it starts with our manager. Oh, okay. It trickles down. It trickles down. Yeah. Okay. Everybody kind of accepts. Everybody gets the message from their watch. Is that what they get? 
Wow. <laughs> hey, look, I realize you don't remember what it's like to play in a big-time playoff like. game. I don't remember. You know, like, I get it. I don't remember. See, this guy says he's just going to take a kumbaya. Hey. I've had trophies. You have one, sweetheart. Yeah, you have one. I think I, I think you need advice. I'm going to kick it up the chain of command, right. literally I, I to the do, second do. gentleman of the United States of America. I don't know what I'm going to do. That's what I'm saying. I'm going to freak out. <laughs> Well, what you're going to do is you're going to watch the Dodgers and Giants first because you got no skin in that no game. Skin. No big deal. Who does Sarah want? Good question. She does. She does not want to go to Dodger Stadium to watch games. So we are rooting okay. for the Giants tonight. Okay. We're Will you take a trip? Time. You go up the coast. Uh, yes. So her family lives up in the Bay Area. Oh, she has a family up there, so she'll probably go up there and watch some games. Although I did point out to her, if the Dodgers win, the Braves are the home team. So they would have four, potentially four games in Atlanta. Oh. But the Giants have, obviously have the better record. She they doesn't would. want to go to Chavez Ravine? She does not want to go. She, point, she said that every time she seems to go there to watch the Braves play, they lose. Well, you, should, you just shouldn't talk during the games because it's your fault. It was, my, it was definitely my <laughs> See, fault. See, these are things we're dancing around the reality of how absolutely untenable of a situation a Red Sox-Braves game would be in your household. You have been blamed for Braves' losses. How can you possibly no, no, have a no. World Series I mean, viewing experience together? We would have to watch it separately. <laughs> <laughs> Brockman, listen, I have no idea what the second gentleman's going to tell you, obviously. Yes. But as someone who did write a book uh, regarding women called That's What She Said, I can tell you just from what I've known from writing this book that, yes. like, Whatever makes her happy, just do of that, man. <laughs> I don't know what he's going to tell you. I'm pretty sure there'll be something along that lines. Just make her we'll happy. Cross that bridge when we get to it. Just imagine, Tiana. though, because of the whole 28 to three thing. Like if somehow the Braves and Sox do play and they're up three zero, like how many 28 to three memes are you going to see, man? Well, all I know is if let me see if we could do the math. If it's like you know eight to one, you could basically say, well, I mean, if you carry the one, it's kind of close to twenty eight to three <laughs> times three. You know, you want this close. man sleeping on the porch? Don't close <laughs> nine to one. Multiply by three. It's kind of close. <laughs> Brockman's lucky we have couches here in the studio. Doug Emhoff, the second gentleman of the United States, and Kyle Brandt of Good Morning Football, and you, our two coming up. 